it's Mancers! Mancers! Mancers take two because we effed up the first one. Not me. <laughs> just, just me. Just Mancers. It's Mancers. I won't even attempt to spell again. Oh, <laughs> so crazy. With the Zencaster, someone's always off rhythm. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Yeah. There's, there's like a fraction of a delay. No. Damn. Well, they don't want us to be our best, best. It's just mostly greatest. Listeners. So sorry. Hello and hi to all you chubby chasers and pole dancers. Welcome to Mancers. We are the Toxic Podcast for a Better Tomorrow, brought to you by two toxic machismos and one person we promise who actually gives a shit. And who are we individually? Well, allow me to introduce you. Rumor has it she posted a selfie on Monday and seconds later, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp were shut down for six hours. And that was just of her feet. It's Miss CTG. Yes. Yeah, I saw it. You're welcome, Internet. I saw it. Click here and then <laughs> click here to download and all of the megabytes. He's back. He's bearded again and always ready to beat somebody's ass. He be is. Yes. Guys, but lean in is is the listen, really back. Lean you ain't got to do all that. People can people can hear you. Uh, so, you know, if you can cut that shit out, <laughs> I got like a two o'clock shadow going on right now. But it's, well, you know, it's I like it. The, it's the enough. The cap is covering, so I can't. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I get my, in the contrast. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's like my an eight o'clock not, shadow. It's it's, it's a little past. Are you feeling better? Uh, well, no, because I got sick too. So just like everything, oh, buddy. yeah, I was on my ass for like the last four or five days. I'm still sick now. I Did probably sound sick and shit. No, not COVID. Uh, you guys, have I don't think I don't think I can catch COVID. I'm gonna go ahead and say that I'm immune. Uh, don't do that. But a common, well, I am. Uh, but a common cold still caught me. You my ruined first it. cold in two years. You ruined the intro. You ruined the intro. Oh, Me? wait. B Todd didn't introduce himself yet. My bad. Oh, my God. My oh, bad. my God. I'm out. I'm out. I'm sorry. It wasn't me, though. It was me. <sighs> I'll take that. And guys, <laughs> we're rounding out the trio. We got your boy, oh, E Tizzle. No, 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 please. I think this is best left in the hands of professionals. He puts the cock in cockatoo, but he's a bird of a different feather and fancier than any New York bird you can think of. His name. Well, my name is B Tide. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Piece of shit. Don't be sitting on our pigeons. Welcome to Mancers. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not about to shit on our pigeons. What are you, the Falcons? Oh, you guys got death birds. Well, Listen, I'd rather be joke, a death bird than a trash bird. The joke is always after the previous man. episode, and I called a cockatoo a fancy New York bird. You did. You did. And that's, yes, but the Falcons are also the garbage of the NFL, and uh, but we're making progress. Thank you very much. Well, Make progress. Progress is, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Progress is how sweet. Do we how do we determine 
What's the measuring stick for progress? Listen, we're good. We're we're good. Meanwhile, <laughs> not for nothing, Georgia Bulldogs, our Bo- Georgia Bulldogs are number two in the country and just I was gonna say, we're gonna hammer down now, now. Listen, I know we're some people are in college football right now. That is something. I don't even know how to deal with this season because the Bulldogs have gotten us all the way to right. We've been right there. And then they will, you know, fuck it up. And so I want to, I'm always going to ride for the dogs, but I can't invest my heart this year. It's okay. I mean, um, to be an Atlanta sports fan, because I do loop Georgia Bulldogs, even though it's college, I do loop that in with the Atlanta scene. It's full of just as much disappointment and heartbreak. Um, but there's something different, guys. There's something different in the air. Atlanta fans, if you're listening to me right now, the Braves are on their kick. The Hawks ran through the Eastern Conference Finals last year. The Falcons are making progress. But Georgia <laughs> has never looked more consistent this on both true. ends of the ball. And they are dominating right now. And it looks like a team that can really compete with Alabama this right team, now. Yeah, Because we've had two shutouts so far. So I think I the mean, tide is changing. I think I think we're in for a great ten years ahead of us of uh, outstanding sports and uh, Georgia football. I think Georgia's going to have you its just next national a whole championship. Decade? You said we got a whole decade I, ahead of us. I think the wow. only way to make up for the entirety of the disappointment of Atlanta sports is we have to have a dynasty. That's the only way we will cement ourselves into the conversation and never be made fun of again. That's the only way we're going to ever erase 28 to three is if we have like, I can't tell if you actually believe this is possible or if you're just kind of stating like what needs to happen. I've just always envisioned a dynasty year for Atlanta. Remember when Atlanta no. In the nineties, remember the Braves just no, used to own was, the playoffs and then disappear. Like they had like they did. five World Series appearances. Like it was it was amazing. And we were in uh the Falcons went to the Super Bowl in ninety eight. So the nineties, it was hit, man. We we were in there. It was just just couldn't close the deal. But now I think after twenty years of shame, we're ready. Across all levels. Well, we'll see. All right. We'll see. You know, hope and pray, hope and pray. Is was this real is, uh, quiet. He has no he thoughts on Atlanta sports, and that's fine. That's cool. Uh, you, well, you know, I don't. He's a Giants, Giants fan, My, and uh, I'm a Giants Danny fan Dimes first. is looking respectable. Saquon looking healthy. I am a Giants fan first, but Michael Vick is my is in my top five quarterbacks of all time. Is he still playing? Oh my! Is he God. still what? <laughs> Did she say he's still he's playing still Madden? Playing? Yes, he's still playing right now. Probably if you catch him, he's still yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Vick has probably been out of the league like five, six years. I want to say at least. I don't follow the NFL, so yeah. I mean, uh, without that whole prison thing, he he actually had a really good return to football because not everybody who leaves the league for a couple years is in prime shape when they came come back and I think he uh he came back backed no. up Donovan McNabb and then took Wait. over for Donovan McNabb and had a really great like two years he for the Eagles. Had a solid, beautiful comeback to the NFL. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I was rooting for the Eagles nuts just because of him. Yeah. 
I remember, I mean, one of his best games in that era was when he beat the Giants. The Giants. And yeah. came back in like, what, the fourth quarter? I don't even remember. It was yeah. Like, he scored like 21 points in like two minutes or something like that. It was crazy. Look at the stupid ass Deshaun Johnson. Oh. oh. I love sports, guys. I'm sorry. We're not a sports podcast. I was like, but and we, that uh, concludes the sports, sports, sports section of we, Mancers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to get a team to sign us. I have a, a quick question for you guys today. Ask. What are your least favorite catchphrases right now on the internet? Example. Yeah, because yeah. like, none are coming to mind. Yeah. Is flued out a catchphrase? Is that a thing? That is a catchphrase, yeah. You can say flued out if that's one mm. of yours. Uh, no, right now, no the one that burns my ears or my eyeballs whenever I see it is so-and-so understood the assignment. Mm. I I hate it. I, I hate got it. Mine. It smells like cheap cologne when I see somebody write that. We all hated school. Nobody gives a fuck about the assignment. We are n- mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, a lot of us didn't understand the assignment at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Fucking. dumbest thing to hype anybody up. You know what though? I like it because I like it when they are celebrating people who are excellent. So I do like reading it when it's celebrating excellence. I'm all for celebrating excellence. I just <laughs> Yeah, but then they'll do it like they were like, oh, this mom had twins and they're both attractive. She understood the assignment. Yeah, that's goofy. I think context I think, for me. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. What do you, like, what about, and that's on period. Oh. I hate oh. period. I don't like period. In any way that they uh, use See, okay, now we're getting somewhere. When, especially when it has a T on it. Period. period. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just ghetto, homie. That's, there's nothing about that that's attractive. It's just ghetto. I just Mine hate. Is, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Ladies go ahead. first. Or second I mean, in this yes, instance. Uh, you both go ahead. Uh, you both go ahead. I hate respectfully. So much. respectfully, yeah. yeah. Yo, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I shoot a motherfucker respectfully. Respectfully, yeah. <laughs> it makes what? me laugh. Respectfully makes me laugh, but I think because the first time that I really <laughs> started hearing it a lot was like in jokes on Clubhouse. That's really wild to hear somebody threaten you and then tag respectfully on there. That's. How can that word be hard? Do people use it in real life? Because I only hear it as Yeah, jokes. niggas be having conversations and, and like using it in conversations. I'm trying they to write, they, they write it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like hear it out. Like I, I hear it, I feel like in New York. Do I see yeah, it online? It's definitely a New York thing for sure. Yeah. Online, outside of I think New York, it's used uh, ironically or pair, 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 making mm. as a joke. Mm i lost the words today okay mine is it's giving it's giving uh it's giving i don't know yeah i just and but what's crazy is that it's used so much now i'm like how did we used to describe things i can't even remember yeah i think that's what i find so annoying about it is that it's cool when I see it first and a few times, but once the masses have taken it on, it just becomes overused all the time and it or loses it gave its what substance. it was supposed to have gave or right. it didn't give what it was supposed to have given. And it was just like, 
like I know what you mean, but isn't there a, a better way to say this? It's yeah. just they just run it to the fucking ground. Like, uh, are we just getting old? Maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe. young people will say yes, but <laughs> they're getting old too. They yeah, just don't have it, somebody it younger than speed, them saying honestly. you're getting old yet. Yeah, we all age at the same rate. I still think sure. that's well. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we. Don't. Uh, I mean, I believe I, we. Yeah, go ahead. Can I throw in a surprise speed question? Oh, oh, great speed that question. No one's prepared for. <laughs> hit it! Hit it! If hit, uh, hit it! If did we all watch the Squid Games? No. Nope. But you understand what they are. Uh, it sounds like loosely. it's the Hunger Games. There's a red light, like, green light thing. I know that. Children's games. Children's games that like should you are lose, murder style. You, you die. Pretty right. Much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Hunger but, Games, times running around the road. Yeah, red light, green you know, light. Okay. A lot of there's a lot of Asian movies that deal in they make like horror films that deal in the ideas of death games and like you yeah. have to survive death games. So it's 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 cool. But what children's game would you be confident that you would survive? Ooh. In a life or death situation. Oh. Red Rover. Oh, you motherfucker. I, I was going to say Red Rover. <laughs> Not a lot motherfucker could do about it. I will run through you. And I don't care. I will pick the smallest person. Probably will be a girl. And I will break her hands. Yeah. Red Rover is something that like, I, I just don't understand how I could ever lose that game. Duck, duck, I, goose. Mm. That's that's too many variables. Yeah, you got you really high speed. Picked. Well, yeah, no, but you have to get picked. It's like it's if you get picked. But the thing with uh, duck, duck, goose is that you're running high speed in a circle the whole time. That's an easy right. slip and fall. If you if you can't get up quickly, yo, Do you talking about like, you finna play spades? Card game? No, no. remember spit. Oh, I, I was terrible. At I that. used to kill him and spit. Come on, you guys. My younger brother used to, my younger brother <laughs> used to beat my ass at that shit. Yeah, my younger brother used to fuck me up. Like I was like, yes. yeah, I'm not playing. Anymore. I used to be killing him. Killing oh, him. I didn't even. I don't, I don't even understand the concept. Though. Yeah, no, they, like, they have it's, like a, it's like solitaire, but a race. But oh, you're going against somebody. Pile, right, because you each have. Oh my god. Do you, know like you, discard. you don't know spit? I think, I think it was called something different when I was growing up, so I'm just trying to make sure. Okay, uh, so it was called you, had your, when I was you split the spit, speed, whatever. What did I, no, a spit. spit. No, spit one, is two, three, spit. Yeah, one, yeah. two, three, spit, because it's like you New split Yorker. the deck. It's split, in New York. True, true, true. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. You split the deck, then you have to do, you do like one card, you do the first line of cards, and then the second line, so it's like you go down, what is it, five across, right? Five yeah. cards across, and then yeah. you are both offloading, but you can like go yes. up. Or, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. But then you have the middle section, so you each have your own pile, right? Right. And so you flip the card, you have the rest of your cards, you flip the card, and then you got to do, you can either go up or down or... Could you match? Could you match the number if you had the, the same I number as Uno? I, I know you definitely want to do up or down like like um solitaire. And the idea is that you want to get the pile with the lowest amount of cards at the end of the round. So it kind of behooves you to try to fill up one of the piles 
one of the the two piles with your thing. Anyways, I can't explain. I'm not explaining it right, but your girl was killing them. So that would be my game. And then the next one is: Am I my age right now playing the game? Or well, it's would children's I have game. You have to play it at your age. Yeah, now. you're you're your age okay. now, but it's a children's game. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So then I'm not gonna put any running or jumping games in then. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, can't, like I can't guarantee my life. <laughs> I chose a game that that only I only could get better with time at this game. Red Bull or something like like you know I I was trying to break through the for, line. You're all trying to break I'm, all the I, line, right? I'm trying to break someone's soul. Right. I've played that game constantly. We used to call it a uh, uh fuck. It wasn't Red Rover, but eventually I learned it to be called Red Rover. Uh, but one person starts off in the middle of a field. He calls one person over, and then like I gotta try to grab you and hold you down for three seconds so you to become part of my team, or you are trying to get past me to get to the safety of your next base. If I grab you, you're part of my team, so we can call a third person over, and they gotta try to fight through and get to the other side. So it's different from Red Rover because Red Rover makes a line and you have to try to break through. But Mine was more fun, if you ask me, because you had to like really battle each other. If you can, if I could break your ankles, I could just get past you. I don't have to ever touch you. Mm, interesting. What about freeze tag? If you mm. get frozen, you get just get incinerated. That'd be a death. So you got to try to outrun everybody. I'd, I'd be amazing at anything that involves hide and go seek. I'd fucking die immediately. You're not a good hider. I'm not. Not anymore. I'm not a not good at this seeker. Age. At this oh, age, yeah. so who would be who would be the one who get killed, the one found, or if the seeker sucks? So if it's like Squid Game, then the person, then the people that are like that work the games, they all have like AK forty sevens. So they would tell you to go hide, and they just shoot you up once they find you. Oh no! Like the game is yeah, like they kill people. They were killing people immediately. Why are we so obsessed? <sighs> Well, I mean, this is a Korean show. And like, <laughs> not for nothing, but like a, a, a bevy of, especially like Korean and Japanese films that deal with like mass death. They're typically in school settings and stuff like that. And it's yeah. anime is along that same lines too. You know what I mean? Like so it's very effed up scenarios, but. Um, so much violence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We are getting old, huh? <laughs> so, so much violence. <laughs> it's not bad. Says the person who also is like the biggest fan of the Godfather, Scarface, and American Gangster. I don't know. It's the context, I think. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I'm overdue for watching the Godfather. Okay. I've never seen it. <gasps> I need to watch it again. It's been a minute, and I wasn't in the most sober state. I remember when watching it in college, and I know it's a. I mean, especially me being an actor, it's a, it's a, it's an important one to watch. But I want to watch it again with a fully clear and appreciative mind. Now we should do a shared uh, virtual movie night, guys. Oh, um, a sure. at the movies. Yeah. Watch it, watch it together on the thing. They have the technology for it now. Oh, it exists. I, yeah. I watched YouTube two white women watch Twelve Years a Slave like that, and I was like. I don't know if I can get this movie. Now that's clickbait. Yo, let me tell you something. I watched <laughs> 12 Years a Slave while I was in LA. I was living in LA at the time, and I went by myself to the theater. And I think I was one of maybe like three black people in the theater. And I was so mad when I finished that movie. I was like, if one motherfucker talked to me today, I might go to jail. I was like, I was so angry at the end of that damn movie. 
So anyways, that was an aside that wasn't really relevant. You're welcome. Thank you. It's one of the easiest ways to prove that psychological traumas uh, are like hereditary, right? If you put somebody into a room like that and they just watch that, the overwhelming emotion that we feel after watching a movie with that much hatred towards people of our skin tone is is unexplainable. And all we did was watch it. Like yeah. that's yeah, I legit for people that be like, oh no, they, there's no trauma. Like they just sit if you if we did a test where we sat random black people down and had actors, which is white people, walk in and call them niggers and just seeing how their brain reacts to that. It would be in you. You would be astounded by the angry part of the brain that just lights up, the fury that lights up, the tears that come out from just being called that. Not for nothing. It's one of the reasons why I feel like Quentin Tarantino should have never won Best Screenplay for Django Unchained. Oh, he beat out Django Unchained was on my brain when just now as well. When he, that movie pissed me off. Too. He unleashed that word. I think it was like two hundred times in the final script or something like that. Unnecessary niggers in there. Which I but, mean, like, but that's Tarantino sense. style, right? Obsessive, obscene with blood, obscene with language, time period commentary. Sense to it. The way he I don't think it's it his too. place to capitalize on his explanation. Tell his explanation me, was just that. Man, well, why is it so necessary to say nigger? He didn't so say many it was necessary. Fictional movie. He said the likelihood of it being that. I granted none of us were yeah, our grandparents, sure, maybe our great grandparents, but the likelihood of people speaking like that is is way more realistic than you think. I mean, people do it now on the low. Could you imagine when it was yeah, like that's not a that's a cop to say nigger? That's a comedy. Maybe. So when because he's saying, oh, this because case, art must imitate life to the Lord. exact. Because, yeah, it, you have to draw that out that across the board now, right? Because, like, right. none of your other movies really hold up historic accuracy. Like, people don't actually bleed that much when you chop their throat and, like, spill it on the floor. And, like, so much of his stuff is stylized that that was a stylized choice. And if it's going to be a stylized choice, own that shit and sit there in it. Because you profited off that word, you exploited it, and you won an award for it. You you like sold out big time, in my opinion, to go for that, and you got the award to go with it. But do not hide behind historical accuracy off of that, because it's. I don't see you Most claiming historical accuracy with point. any other movie that you've done in your time in Hollywood. Yeah, I don't really Absolutely. know what else he's done like that. So, no um, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, oh, I mean, I did like that movie. Mm-hmm. Here's historical accuracy: uh, Hitler didn't die in a movie theater bombing. So, what movie is that? In? He chose to rewrite. Hitler. That was *Inglorious Bastards*. He kills. He kills Hitler. They kill Hitler in the I movie. Because I don't yeah. remember that part at all. Spoiler alert. Well, <laughs> we don't give a shit. If you haven't seen *Inglorious Bastards*, <laughs> like *Glorious Bastards* by now. You, years. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think I watched it. I just don't because I. Anyways, we're that's all hilarious topic. that Hitler. Dying is a spoiler alert because it's a historical film, but it's also not. But like we, we were pretty sure Hitler has died, just maybe not in that way. The way he died, though. The way he died. I mean, I, I listen. I do love Tarantino and certain films. It's just Django Unchained is uh, it rattles me to the bone. Um, but let's pod, y'all. Let's pod. Are we not potting? 
Uh, we are. One could argue we have been potting for roughly 23 minutes. At this wow. point, 56 seconds. And counting. Amazing. Miss ETG, why don't you start us off? You seem most ready with your topic this week. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> wow. You are so excited to pod this week. Had to pull the phone out because I was like, wait, what is my topic again? He's a dick. That was that was <laughs> for context folks. They definitely had to delay recording for at least seven extra minutes while I came up with a topic because <sighs> the thing that I came prepared with they did not feel was pod worthy. I just would like to go on record. I did have something. It just and for your best entrance audience, you would not find it pod worthy either. It was told us a joke it, and said, "Let's talk about this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing in, in in canon with Mansur. It was just she wanted to show a funny video to all of her podcast friends, and we had to want to have a good laugh. And um, well, we feel like you deserve more than that. And so, for punishment, Miss CTG must now present. To the class first. She showed up to the potluck without food and without napkins and silverware. No, that's not a good context. That's not a good. That's not a good one. I would never do that. I'm at least bringing a fucking thing of cookies from Kroger's at minimum. If they're Kroger brand, though, you're trash. No, because Kroger has the best. First of all, Kroger's has the soft apple cinnamon cookies that are the bomb. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yo, we don't have a Kroger look here, so I don't want to hear no. about it. We don't have a Kroger public got a little, They got a namesake up there. It's um a namesake. <laughs> we got Met Foods. We got Met it's and not, Western, Western not, Beef. Stop it, Hannaford. Do y'all have Hannaford <clears throat> no. up there? I know they have no. it in Albany. We have Hannaford is a part oh, of the Kroger. I'm so sorry, Anyways. podcast audience. We yeah, have Key Foods. We have Sea Town. <laughs> We have food super food town or just your regular food town if you're not uh, lucky. Okay. Um, those are the basics, I feel. All right. Well, so y'all don't know about these Kroger cookies. Next time. Next time is whenever you come to Atlanta, we'll get you some Kroger cookies. Okay. It's going to be great. <laughs> Anyways. So. <laughs> I ain't going to Atlanta. <laughs> The the best thing is y'all laughing at two different things. I'm I'm certain. <laughs> I am absolutely certain that y'all are laughing at two different things. hundred percent. hundred percent. So rude. So <sighs> Okay, so <laughs> stay focused. Stay focused. <laughs> I wanna get to, I wanna you know, okay, so I wanted to find something not necessarily relationship focused to talk about today. So this actually mm. may be I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But y'all know, sort of recent event, because we didn't record last week, um, R. Kelly, I was about to say got arrested, got... um, mm -mm. Served. Thank you. Found. Found guilty. There it is. He was was found guilty. Sentenced? No. Was he sentenced yet? No. He was just found guilty. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) it wasn't served either. R. Kelly was found guilty of some things, whatever the charges were, but we all know what that joker did. Okay, we all know he was out here being a pedophile, abusive, whatever. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And yet, and yet, despite 
the documentary, Surviving R. Kelly, the expose books, or well, ebooks. I'm not going to say they were published books, but expose ebooks with stories about R. Kelly, the, the interviews about R. Kelly, his ex wife telling her story about him. There are still people who say, one, there's some folks who are saying he was set up and they don't believe he actually did any of those things. Or two, they don't give a fuck. They still gonna rock with Kells because he's classic. They're gonna still play his music because it is tied to their memories and experiences of the 90s and is what they grew up with. And that's what it is. And so my question is, and this is not a new question, but one that's new for us on the pod. Can you separate the art from the artist and then I'm even going a step further, the athlete from the sports performance. Oof. And we can touch on a few different things, right? Because then you got Nicki Minaj coming out with her anti-vax statements. Or, let me, no, I'm not going to say anti-vax. Her vaccine hesitancy statements a few weeks back, and people were up in arms about that. Or you can talk about in politics, whenever any Black urban athletes, artists, performers say things about political things then you got the a lot and usually it is the conservatives who are like you need to just stick to sports you need to stick to your music we don't care what you have to say oh so cardi b has an opinion about politics as if cardi b is not a voting citizen Mm. so the separation of the basically the job from the person where is the line is there a line the floor is yours. You want to start, Beat Up? I will. Um, <laughs> I'm just running it through ac- across all scenarios in my head because I, I, I'm fine with R. Kelly by itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when the parallel is drawn to athletes from the sport and then also, like, uh, I guess celebrities and movies, like actors from. I mean, if, if this is talking about artists, um, I don't think I can. Well, okay, so I guess the difference, is, well, R. Kelly is a crime. So right. a crime versus an opinion, are, it, there's, there is a difference. So don't yeah. feel like you need I mean, to tie I, the two together. I'm but, not going yeah. to be playing R. Kelly anytime soon. And, and when I hear R. Kelly, I will turn I'm not going to lie. One of his songs popped on a playlist uh randomly the other day and i'm mad but i did fall right in step with it like you you Mm -hmm. know like there are a lot of songs that we all have memories with however i do like music is also a a physical phenomenon as much as it is a listening phenomenon like you enjoy music physically so it lives in your muscle memory in some ways so like uh, there's a response that's just kind of natural, but like I think that's when your brain, sorry, when my brain overrides, and I'm just like I I can't I I just like I know that it's possible to separate man from music or artist from artwork, right? Like their personal self from their professional exhibition, mm-hmm. but I just cannot, in good faith, support him and and his legacy. I don't think there's ever going to be a way to erase him from the past. So that's frivolous, but like, I just am not going to choose to enjoy that anymore. Cause 
I don't feel like that's okay. good for anybody. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. That's creep. his name, right? But Absolutely. He's a creep. House of Cards. Was he not brilliant as what's his face? Can't think of the name right now. Well, I want to call him Rutherford. I want to call him Rutherford. Of course you can't. Look, I no one was expecting. I'm consistent with that though. So like something, Frank something. House of Cards was great, and unfortunately, uh, when they continued the show with just Robert Wright afterwards, it just it did not perform as well, and it's gone. Kevin Spacey was great in that. I still have not watched Baby Driver because, and that I'm a huge Edgar Wright fan, but like that was one of his better films. Everybody that I've talked to loves Baby Driver. Uh, but because Spacey is in it, I can't. And like, I have worked with actors who have reported the same thing. Yeah, I was doing Spacey? a show one time, and this a fellow actor of mine told me that he uh, was having drinks. They were doing theater because Spacey comes from theater. He's a good, a big theater guy. A lot of celebrities that you know, especially movie actors, especially if they came up in the theater, they'll always go back and do like summer theater somewhere local. Um, like uh, Christopher Lloyd is another one who was Doc Brown, right? Like he's still out here acting and stuff like that. He does theater all the time. Um, J.K. Simmons from Invincible and just State Farm, or not State Farm, but the uh, Oz. State Farmers. Yeah, he was on Oz. Like he does summer stock theater all the time. Um, I just, Kev, they said Kevin Spacey was having drinks with the cast afterwards. And, um, was trying to invite this my friend back to Kevin's room. And then he said no. And apparently he went to bed and I guess the he was drunk, but like he says he what he remembers is Kevin Spacey was in bed and his bouncers were in the room or his his bodyguards were in the room pulling Spacey off of him and pulling him out the room saying you can't be here. You can't be here. Uh, Cause Spacey was known for just being pervy and like, there were also, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Your friend mm-hmm. left by himself. Yeah. So with Kevin. I'm having trouble recalling the story cause this was from a couple of years ago. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm but trying to figure out. I believe it was like ever. amicable that they were leaving the party together, headed back to the hotel. Cause they, you know, it's not uncommon for cast to go get drinks together at a certain bar to celebrate the show. But if they're on tour or something like that, they're going to be staying in the same hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So I believe like they were all like making their way and Spacey tried to invite himself into the room and then somehow later was being pulled off. And um, yeah, it's just not the first time I've heard of Spacey being a creep. And later we found out he was a creep. And now I just have no desire to watch Kevin Spacey. Um, and I feel like that's kind of consistent with me across the board if it's if it's something i draw the line at then i just I, i'm just not going to support you and your artistry anymore hmm. because often oftentimes the best artists are also the most fucked up individuals like mm-hmm. that's the catch-22 of it all like you know some of the most brilliant minds are also some of the most fucked up people some of the best comedians you ever thought of and and that have made you laugh the hardest are deeply troubled and sometimes traumatized people. Cause like they turned that pain into something hilarious, but um, yeah. So it's interesting though, because when I think about the, the reason I thought of, I brought up Kevin Spacey, right. Is because he doesn't work in a vacuum. It's not like, yes, he is the star of a show or, you know, the thing, but there's still all these other people 
who contributed to it. And so, so like for us to just say now the whole thing is canceled and even not, you know, to go back to R. Kelly, right? Yeah. He was the singer. Right. But there's still like producers and, and that's all I know from that. People's you know, the background singers. Like, you know, so like there it was more than just him. Yeah. But we're writing the entire thing off, right? The entire body of work off. And I am not advocating one way or the other. I'm just this is conversation, sure. right? I'm not capping or caping for what's his face or any of this shit. But I'm just like when we think about it, right? Like it's so easy for us to be like, oh, we'll just fuck the whole thing because of that one person, but we forget that it's never, people don't operate in a vacuum. Yeah, and right. how come yeah. we don't, why are we always so quick to just shut the whole thing down? And is that the, I don't know that that's the wrong thing to do. And then the other side of it is, right, is like, what if, just because it's art, it's easy to say, well, I'm just not going to consume it. But like, what if um, the, uh, like, uh, food let's go with food somebody who makes food you know like the president of craft macaroni and cheese i don't know why that was the thing that came right. to my head right but like, how about the goya guy the goya guy was <laughs> right the goya guy was with, buddy, buddy with trump and we all protested and boycotted goya and who, that factory ran down listen did like they? there's a there's a goya factory in jersey and like just outside jersey city and uh-huh. uh yeah they like you could especially up here you could see in the grocery stores like goya was going on clearance 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 and, and like they just could not get rid of goya products because all of a sudden people just stopped buying it in droves yeah but i think they're back buying that's a it. business thing i mean with r kelly thing it's it's it, you're right i can turn off r kelly even though we don't think about like the producers and like maybe the songwriters if he ever had any but like i believe he kind of wrote and produced pretty much his whole catalog but um it's easier to do with a solo performer than it is like an actor who is in a cast with people or like for instance so many people of the nfl right known domestic abusers um and i don't support the nfl's treatment and how they respond to those scenarios that i feel like they're one of the worst and the slowest behind like getting dissociating themselves with domestic abuse because it's just happened so repeatedly and they just try and hide it until it can't be hot and then tmz posts a video and then they do a lot of backtracking but am i going to boycott the nfl in that scenario am i going to boycott because people didn't people were up in arms that the nfl was upset about fucking kneeling at the pledge of allegiance (laughs) (laughs) right Right. The national anthem, right? And black folks was mad for a minute, but then as soon as the new season started up, I it, yeah, I've yet, I've yet to watch a full game. I've a yet to watch game. a. I've, <clears throat> when I say that, I went out to uh, a bar one time, and the game was on, and I figured it's on, and it's not at my house, so technically they're not getting paid by me. They'd be like, it'd be considered a view whether I was there or not. So I, I, I watched it. But mm-hmm. I have not watched an NFL game in my home since Colin Kaepernick was excavated. Well, you from stand on your NFL. principles, that is. Yes. You know what? Really I just realized thing. we didn't get your take. So go ahead, because I started discoursing with BJ. <laughs> well, I got. I'm never. I'm never nervous about my responses, but I actually started getting nervous as I as I listened to BJ and was like giving a deep dive to what it means because I still listen to R. Kelly and. I, I, no, no, cancel it. You can try your best. 
<laughs> I still I still listen to R. Kelly. Like if it if it comes on, and I think it's because of the impact of that music. Because if you told me I didn't, I don't, I, I don't get to watch another Kevin Spacey movie again for my life. I'd be like, whatever, I don't give a shit. I never watched uh, House of Cards, and oh, I've only seen like I've only can remember like three movies he was in anyway. So Man. whatever. Seven K-packs. usual suspects. Like Seven. yes, yes. I've never some, seen usual suspects. Yeah, I mean those are some uh, of the greatest films of all time, easily. It, my opinion, but yeah. Go but ahead. It, it made me think a little bit more because there's no way that I would ever advocate for anything that R. Kelly had done, uh, because it, it was gross and disgusting. I mean, I mean, you really look at it. Like even even with Aaliyah. Right, Aaliyah was like what fifteen when when her parents signed off and allowing her to get married to this man. You know, when you break down even uh, the imagery within the album, AJ Nine but a number which he wrote for her. Right, he's the silhouetted figure in the background of the actual image. They have a man in the background of that of the of the photo, and it says AJ Nine. Aaliyah's in the forefront, and in the background mm-hmm. you see a silhouetted man, and it's R. Kelly. Is and when you think about things like that, for a fifteen-year-old, especially for me, one being a normal human being, being a brother and a son, you know, having a mom, having sisters, and knowing what I would do to a person, you know what I mean, and a daughter, no, excuse me, knowing what I would do to a person should they ever step outside any boundaries of consent, uh, for them. Or even just understanding that they're children and you're an adult, I would I would murder somebody easily. That's that's a no no question for me. So now I was like, damn, how could I feel that way and still listen to this motherfucker's music? And I don't have a solid answer for that. And I don't know if I'm necessarily wrong or right because of it either. I think it's just making me think a lot more about just my stance on it. Because mm. I was definitely like, you know, whatever. I don't fuck with R. Kelly like that. But his music is he's got some great music. That if it comes on, and as 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 much as I love music, I, you know, I grew up singing. I I went to school for for vocal music, and for you production. Did? That's yeah. cool. Um, so the way that I connect that? to music is sorry that made a louder noise on my end than I thought I was going to. I just <laughs> clicked a pen. And you would thought I dropped a Lincoln log. <laughs> I don't know why that. I'm sorry. The way that I, the way that I connect to music, you know, it it really resonates with me. Like I, I this music that my dad used to <clears throat> used to listen to and play in the house that like I get emotional when I listen to now, uh, and it's just it's weird. Like I don't I don't know what the hell to do about it. Again, I could care less about R. Kelly the person, but his music just hits me in a different way too. Still, uh, it's so dumb. I don't I don't know. Because I still listen to it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, I'll legit will search R. Kelly and go down a playlist and just be like, oh, my God. Shit is amazing. He's actually right. He's a disturbed individual. He, that, that goes and without so saying. And so that begs the question, right? So it's like, what, what are we... It's, it, I think it's the question is like, what are we proving by not consuming something that we get pleasure from in some capacity right like that that just because of the person who made it we we try to we try to show that we're 
that we're not going to tolerate. But I think that's bullshit too. If you want me to be honest with you, I mean, look at how much we we actually tolerate from all these big, huge racist companies that put out stuff like Gucci. Right? They Gucci did that whole blackface thing. Oh, oh we're not wearing man. Gucci anymore. The that shit. with the with the jiggaboo yeah. lips. Yeah, it has yeah. not lost. It might not be Gucci, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Nobody, nobody that said anything. Shit. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, it was exactly. terrible. And exactly. the worst part is B-Tide and I work around the corner from a Gucci store. And I don't know if you remember seeing it, but the fucking pictures were on the window. Like, it was huge right. pictures of right. like the blackface thing. Like, I can't, I remember coming out the train station and get, and walking to work and going, what the fuck is that? Wow. Like, huge blackface. And, like, we, we everybody was up in arms. H&M is another one. Remember they had the, yeah, the, right. the little right. black kid, so the, the jungle H&M shirt since, or whatever it was? Yeah, I've not been there since either. Uh, but we just, we go hard for a short while and then it's easily erased out of our memories because we're not really, until it hits home, until it really hit one of us and we're directly affected by the, by what somebody's doing, it, our, the way that we care is like vicariously. I care from over here, homie. It ain't really happening to me, but I, I send you some empathy, some fake ass sympathy. I mean, because it's just like we're not actually directly interfacing with the person. The reason why I guess I'm asking this because I really feel like it just comes from this. We it it's it feels like it's conflating cons- being a consumer with being like having an interpersonal relationship with yeah. somebody, right? Because it's like I don't have to necessarily like you to to appreciate the quality of the product you made right like i don't necessarily care for elon musk's uh mindset or how he shows up on the internet but i think the fucking tesla cars are beautiful yeah, i think sure. they look the like spaceships and i want one. Oh, speaking of tesla uh i believe it was just reported today that some uh it was a black employee that got 137 million dollars <laughs> judgment you from tesla up. One thirty-seven uh, for, for racism. Yeah, yeah that's, for I still want a Tesla, even though I read yeah. that today as well. Yeah, because yeah. it's because it's a good that I want. That I don't have to engage with Elon. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't never have to speak to Elon ever. I don't have to deal with him, but I can definitely. But this car can still be of service to me, and so that's where I just wonder, like, where do we? So, for me, I don't think it's. I don't think I'm ever consciously boycotting because I'm like, ah, I'm going to damage this person's pockets. Now I'm not going to support them. I don't think it has any financial ties motivated to it behind it for me whatsoever. I think Mm -hmm. this comes from a place where I, especially in my adult years am setting boundaries where I don't want to associate with things that I don't feel like align with, who I am and where I'm going. And, you know, for me, mm-hmm. if I hear an R. Kelly song now, there's no way I'm not going to hear pedophile in the back of my headphones. Like, I'm just not ever going to be able to. And that's a lot of work now for me to have to dissociate that because the case and the scandal around it is so much bigger than just his music. So but when like, did that yeah. start? So I want to just devil advocate, right? Because when did you begin to stop listening that sounded funny. <laughs> but when did you stop listening to his music, right? Because it's not like we ain't know about the little sex tape, the golden well, shower sex tape. Yeah. That was what, when we were in high school? And I mean, yeah. sure Step in the Name of Love came out after that. I'm not. You know a, what I'm saying? 
I'm a very casual R. Kelly fan before movie the, like the boycott. Stuff. That was definitely college. I I listen. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, look, Contagious <laughs> by the Isley Brothers with R. Kelly on there. Like that is one of You're the most like brilliant written and constructed songs just how seamless it switches off from person to person the story i mean i know we got like 28.7 trapped in the closets out of him as well but like i i I, listen you're not gonna find a single r kelly album on my apple music or my spotify accounts but that was because i've never rocked with him like that before so for me it's just like yeah. Okay, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know the hits. I know what the DJ played yeah. at every school dance <laughs> or like what comes on the radio. So it's nothing for me to just be like, all right, well, I'm good because I was never seeking him out really to begin with. So maybe I'm not yeah. the best person to, yeah. to ask for that. But you made me yeah. think of something though by mentioning Contagious. Do we then, if we cancel him, do we cancel all? Because he revitalized, we revi- he revitalized, uh, was it maybe Charlie Murphy's, the, the Izzy Brothers' career for sure. He not wrote Charlie Murphy, uh, um, the gap. Not What's Charlie Murphy. Uh, Uncle Charlie. Um, Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Yeah. I said yeah. Charlie Murphy. Yes, yeah, like, it's not no, Charlie. We can Charlie Wilson to Kanye. Charlie R. Wilson. R. Charlie Murphy. All, right? all my favorite Charlie Wilson is Kanye era. So, do we? Do <laughs> I don't even know if he did anything for Charlie Wilson, but do we then take away the, all the songs that he did for everyone else? Kelly Price. R. He Kelly, put her R. On. Kelly put Kelly Price on. Sure. Even, I think. Uh, I think you got to do it with whatever makes you comfortable. I don't think I'm going to go around judging people who listen to R. Kelly, but don't. Please don't. Don't put me in a, a situation where I'm like I'm going to be uncomfortable maybe listening to him, and I'm not going to choose to. So I'll step away. But if you are ever in a situation where you're going to force me to listen to R. Kelly, then I'm going to have some problems because, like, you know. Th- I'm gonna send you the chocolate factory album. That just sounds pervy. <laughs> a lot of his, a lot of what he was doing, like after you become an adult and you recognize, you're like, like oh, this nigga nasty. Disgusting. The yeah, chocolate like, factory. Oh, the chocolate factory children. just sounds like he's the chocolate factory too. Cleveland steamer on her chest. The pipe. The Pied Piper of R&P. Oh, my R&P. God. Come, when, listen, when he started calling himself the Pied Piper, I was like, oh, he just thinks he is uh, untouchable. But I, well, I also no, got it. Come on, bro. Well, the Pied Piper was like, he he did music that everyone followed, right? So he's sure, just talking about how- <clears throat> the Pied Piper, no. You, I'm not even going to let you I rock like that. The like- story of the Pied Piper is literally about that nigga leading children oh, I never, out I never of town. Know. It was not about the people. It was specifically okay. the children. This so that's why I said, like, "Oh, R. Kelly is bold face as fuck." I thought the Pied Piper pie was pie doing like was no. playing the was playing the pipe and like leading mice. I don't know why mice was a children. Like, I got a good one for you. Will you boycott Harvey Weinstein films? I don't even know what films. I don't know what films are his. So. He has, like, I'm pretty sure. The Weinsteins were part of the Matrix. Like Weinstein greenlit every small film that seemed like it was weird and was taking a chance on something different and not doing a reboot of something. Like the Weinstein Company pretty much produces. So half of the films you've probably seen in in your adult life, or sorry, your earlier adult life. Yeah. Like you, know you can, My answer to that can is and he's no. still probably making money off that too. Like he may be yeah. in prison, he may not be able to touch anymore, but he's still making of money on that movie. Is. You know what? My answer to that is no, because one, 
because of whatever trauma he probably induced on some of the actors that had that ended up creating that the pieces of work right the the art piece wow i can't get no words today the actors who were in it honoring what they went through one and what they were able to create after going through that just on that principle alone and then i also stand by what i said before like he he ain't make that in a vacuum right and we already see right now iatse i think that's i don't know if i got IATSE, all the letters yeah. right iatse yeah. Yeah, they're about to go on strike for all of God the crew members, the, the behind the scene workers of all these productions. And just reading the stories, so I started following the account. And I, it's like, you know these things, but you I'm not even in film or any of that. But I know, obviously, I know you and I have, you know, family members who worked in that industry. And so yes. I know a little bit of it to the point where I'm like, damn, I had no idea that that is what the situation is like on oh, yeah. those sets. And so I'm not, what I'm not going to do is be like, oh, I'm not going to support any of the things because of one person. Cause I would hate to be one of those people who was a part of the project and put my energy, my time, my literal blood, sweat and tears into this shit. And then because one motherfucker fucked up, now none of us get to get no shine, no recognition, no play. Uh-uh. No, I get, I'm not going to give him that power. I get better rights and treatment at my retail job than I ever did on a film set as a crew member. Like, especially in Georgia, That's where wild. it's a right-to-work state. Uh, talking about 17, mean? 18, 20-hour days, and you're probably not making overtime with that. You're just going to get an extended hourly or something like that. And then they're going to make you clock out and not get paid for certain stuff, too. Like, um, yeah, as a sag after member i stand with the iatsi union and uh if you guys pull the plug we'll we will ride that out with you because like yeah what's the um the right to work mean so like georgia um before stacy abrams was known as a red state ever since like the jimmy carter era it's just very republican and they're anti-union across the board so like uh, you just don't have a lot of workers' rights in Georgia. So that means you can be fired for whatever reason and you don't have a lot of ground to stand on. Whereas blue states like California labor law or something like that, like it's almost like working for the government where you have to jump through series of hoops in order to fire somebody and for that to, to hold up. And like, you know, like getting uh, certain breaks every so often. That Those are things that go into labor law if you want or, you know, um that's wild yeah but so yeah so georgia just means that like you're gonna do what what you're gonna do and they don't have to have a union a lot of uh new york sorry georgia actors get non-union projects which means that these companies can take their huge budgets go shoot them in georgia pay people substantially less especially that live there in atlanta because it's not a union state really uh and then they can profit off of these things and make more money by paying people less Hmm. that's wild so yeah that that's my take on um the harvey weinstein thing and why i wouldn't um but it makes sense what you're saying because at the end of the day it's one person that is kind of servicing the lives of so many yeah. And the decisions that we make to cancel that one person affect so many other people. Especially when you're talking about not just canceling the person, but the projects the that they project. work on. 
right you know with movie sets like with with music is a little bit different because it can be much more intimate you only need two or three people in there and those people can definitely go get it's easier for them to go get other jobs just based off who they've worked with and stuff like that but for mm -hmm. like a, a film production or a tv show production there's so many different members of that crew that once you decide oh i'm not fucking with this person's project all those people are out of jobs mm -hmm. exactly. and then are they going to be able to use that on their resume to even go somewhere else and get another thing like that's exactly. just tough exactly yeah so, so one thing that you said earlier, though, Israel, that I just found to be ironic was I'm going to try my best to recreate it was you said, say why it, should we? <laughs> <laughs> say it how I I'm not even trying to do that. I'm not going to try to do it. No, no. Say it how I would say it. No. Go ahead. Say, it, say it how it is. Say it. What you said, though, was um, why should we have to deny ourselves something that brings us pleasure? just because someone else fucked up, right? Does that sound like what you said? I don't I think, think I said I that said at that. all. Yeah, that's what you said, Miss E.T. Somebody oh, said so it. you're saying I sound getting, like a man today? Getting okay, his me, blacks me, mixed me, up. No, no. But denying yourself pleasure when R. Kelly could have easily yeah. denied himself pleasure off of what he did as well. So... That cuts both ways. Like it's not a bad thing to cut ourselves off from things that pleasure us. Someone who eats little Debbie's all day long is their doctor's not going to find them in the scale very affable. So it's not like <laughs> it's not like denying ourselves things that bring us pleasure is always a bad thing or a finger wagging thing. I just found that to be an ironic statement, right? Because like this is all about you know, you're right. But you're right. I'm sorry. Are, are we boring you? No, I'm Clearly. fucking. I'm Clearly. old, man, and I'm sick. So I'm sorry that I yawned. I you covered my taken mouth. Your fucking vitamins today, Grandpa. Word. Is. I, I need to. I I don't know what to take. Someone told me the vitamins are a ploy to get our money. So I was like, no, all right. No, you you need herbal. We'll we'll talk offline. But herbal supplements, definitely some vitamins. Just I took some herbal sun. supplement last night. Get Get some sun, okay? Get out in the sun, okay? Get a little vitamin B. Uh, okay, well, you know, listen, I just wanted to... That, that's not the herbal supplement, I mean. Makes Although me feel better every time. Healing, if you drank some <laughs> cannabis tea, that might be better for you than smoking it as far as support. Why? Because uh, you're boiling out the... Uh, the uh you're getting the 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 good the whatever medicinal no the medicinal properties as well from the herbs yeah the herbs i'd rather smoke uh, yeah also get a get you some ginger garlic tea just mash up some ginger no, that mash up some garlic terrible just eat a lasagna i'm i listen i listen shout out to my dead mom okay because that is that was the cure all anytime headache cramps flu you know why because I'm you're caribbean. Some garlic. caribbean people have these and most so times they work, have these what? magnificent cures. Thank you. That that most times work, but mm -hmm. when you hear them, I don't want to fuck with that. No, Here, you don't. For eat sure. the Every shit time that will burn says, all of your insides. You'll feel better. Mm -mm. Yeah. I would be so mad. I'd be like, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. But then I drink it. I'd, I'd get it down, and then I feel better. 
And now as an adult, it, I yeah, actually it made you throw up make everything it, inside no, of me. It heals you. Ayahuasca does the same Caribbeans, thing. Caribbeans and people from the South, they'd be like, yo, do this shit here and it'll change your fucking life. My grandma, yeah. from, my grandma's from, my, my grandma's from Virginia <laughs> and I had a toothache. I had to get a root canal and my tooth was fucked up. And, you know, it was causing me so much pain. She said, baby, go get you a Lipton tea bag and just put it into your mouth and just bite on it for a little bit. First of all, I don't know if you have ever just steeped tea in your own in saliva. Your mouth? It is repulsive. Wait, 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 a dry Lipton tea bag? Yeah, you get a tea bag and you just put it in and you put it in there. It is repulsive on a level unknown. And I like tea. I'm a major tea drinker, but sure. I'm not doing that. I'm I can drink tea. Who, but who, you'd let it steep in your saliva. It was disgusting, no. but you know who what? Who teabagged you? That should work, though. It should work, though, didn't it? My grandma's His name was Lipton? No, my grandma. Lipton teabagged you? Yeah. In the mouth. It was fantastic. There was so much saliva. And it felt so much better but, afterwards. <laughs> disgusting. But did it work, though? It did work. Exactly. <clears throat> but you know what? I had to get a root canal on the other side, and I was like, yeah, I ain't doing that tea shit ever again. <laughs> it was so disgusting. I was like, I deal with the pain. Fuck well, that. When you're ready to not be sick, go on and get you uh I'm better now. Ginger just, garlic tea. No, you I'm still got the, the no, congestion, you know. Yeah, so I'm at the end of it though. You need to purge the rest. Ginger I'm good. Garlic, I, I'm not gonna die for the sake of getting healthy. Boy, ginger ale could cure <laughs> just about half of ailments in this known universe. That is true. Ginger, so ginger 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 ale, I said ginger, ginger. I know. I'm just thinking but though of other of other natural also. remedies. Well, un- yeah. I mean, you know. Vicks and ginger ale, you're good to go. And some they like vapor rub. Boy, yeah. have I heard Vicks vapor rub will cure everything as well. Yeah, well, been, you know, between the petroleum and the eucalyptus, you know, you just gotta. <laughs> yeah, just layer Anyways, this on you. Who's up next? Since I I just knocked that shit out the park, even though. Be you did. To oh, you just what? Knock that shit out the park. Sports <laughs> reference. <laughs> Niggers. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. That was Israel. That was not part of the recording. <laughs> I don't want people thinking I have that saved on my hard drive where it says that at the end of the <laughs> Um, I'll go Beats. next. What? Um, I'll, we'll make mine brief. I think that was a great discussion, by the way, because we went Absolutely. we went deep on that one. Um, how You're long? Fucking welcome. Bro. How long is too long when it comes to dating someone seriously and getting to a ring situation? How long is too long? Is there a timer that should go off if you have not gotten one? Let's say one year, one year and a half. There are people who have been engaged for like eight years, ten years. Is that Wait, too long? Are we, are we saying after engagement or to get engaged? To get engaged. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, those let's, let's those also are, talk about are, how, how long can your engagement period be? How long should your engagement things. period Yeah, those are two very different things. Because I don't believe that there – I'll start off. I don't believe that there is a set time towards getting engaged or married because not everybody has to get married. It's just the reality of it. I think it's an unfair. It's an unfair thing that we put on mostly women. Uh, that marriage has to happen by a certain time. That the social expectation is just ridiculously hard on on our women, and, and we don't give enough credit to just like being able to be free, be single, and make your own choices when they when they feel right for you. Uh, but if should you get engaged, both parties seemingly. 
said early on in the relationship, yes, I would love to be married at some point. Uh, if we, I would say within five years, should it should happen. And I think yeah, five I years is a good time frame to, to, to like really learn somebody. Uh, but that, to me, would also have to include living with them. Mm-hmm. Because I think that you should get engaged. You don't want that to be surprised. You, you would really want to determine that you really want to get married to somebody after you live with them. Mm-hmm. Because if you a lot of people around and you don't want to get, get married, engaged, don't live. yeah, and you get married, and then y'all moving together, mm-hmm. and then you realize how much you hate that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you already signed on to for their debt. Love <laughs> I think you signed unconditional love. Yeah. You signed on record. for their debt, bro. Their debt. That's ridiculous. And you and you're gonna wind up hating. I've oh man, I've not lived with many people, uh, but I can't imagine it because I thoroughly enjoy my own space. So like to invite somebody into to taking part of that would be a lot. So but, up to five years to get engaged. But then once yeah, you're if engaged, our intention, how long do you years. have to pull that? Two years? I and think it's have- healthy to do two years because weddings cost so much. Mm-hmm. If, we're, if we're doing a big wedding or even a medium wedding, if you want to go down to the um to the Up courthouse, to two years or like... Or are you saying that's a firm? Well, like uh, you need a you need a year and a half, two years of the engagement phase. For I think a, that you would. I think you only need it to save the money to do what you want to do for the wedding. Okay, that you should give yourself about two years to do it because it, it can be very, very, very expensive. If we just go to the courthouse, though, after I ask you if you would like to get married to me, we can honestly do that. Like next, <laughs> would you like to get think, married to me? Yeah, would you like to get married to me? <laughs> I think that if if, if we're just going to the courthouse, we can do that like next week. Yeah, like I Wednesdays okay. are the best days. Yeah, yeah, Wednesdays are the best days. <laughs> we could do it like next week, though. But if we want to do a, a big wedding, I think it's fair to allow the time for us to get our money together. Because oh, that's also rich. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, also a terrible expectation. It is. That, you don't that have that to just, get your money. Her parents have to have the money together because they're the uh, ones paying for it, right? That's usually the bride's family. It's traditionally supposed to be taken care I've of the wedding. I've never seen. Where did that tradition that, come from? Shit, bullshit. Uh, probably like the trading. That's what I'm banking off of, though, because I ain't got shit to pay for. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it's stupid, right? Everybody go, yo, oh, you got to do this big wedding. You got that shit is crazy expensive. And to think that I just have this money sitting around waiting for this special day, I don't. Throw a party yeah. for y'all jokers. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. the most expensive day of your life. Like, people who wear $10,000 dress alone that you're only going to wear one time. And like, oh, man. Some of, that, the, some of the finances of, of weddings really hurt my heart. Because just like you think about the nest egg you could give yourself with that money instead, it's just a party to invite people to to. And this is coming from someone like I I do want a big wedding when the day comes. Like I do want that celebration, everything. But it's it's an it's an expensive party, and just for like one day. I would do like a small ceremony, big party. Small ceremony, big party. And I don't mean party where y'all getting catered food. No, we just having the party. Maybe it's a cookout, a barbecue, and we're just going to celebrate. Oh, my God. Barbecue is catered food. If you did a barbecue, I would would ask you to get married really often. (laughs) You can't be swinging ribs in the wedding dress. I, I would invite a fucking wedding dress. It's a a barbecue. I I might have on a... I don't even like wearing... You would just wear your veil. 
Yeah, basically. Wear, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like don't wearing white. I feel like it white. always gets I mean, dirty. Right. So maybe I'll put a little, you know, something, something to say, hey, I'm Which is really just going to be your mosquito I'm going to be fly as fuck, okay? <laughs> right. But, you know, um, <laughs> like, I just don't, I feel like it's really, like, who am I impressing? Because y'all are here to just celebrate our union, right? And to celebrate us. That's why you are coming to the wedding, right? right? And so why is the requirement of me making it a big formal to do unless that's just my vibe and that's what i want to do but i kind of for me if i ever get married it would be some low-key shit and then a party i'll spend money you know i'll make it an open bar party i'll definitely spend money on the liquor yeah people will be able to drink on me for sure. and the finger foods mm-hmm. the finger foods actually you know what i'm okay feeding people i'm just not going to do it at some place where they're going to charge me 50 dollars a plate Okay. That's what I'm not going to do. So, so what are your timelines? What are your timelines oh. of dating to, to get engaged and then once engaged? I don't know why all my questions are always two-parters, but um, fuck I'm simplicity. An overachiever because yeah. you understood the assignment. <laughs> and that's on period. <laughs> and that's on grammar lessons. Respectfully. Um, okay. You know what? I <laughs> I'm going to speak at the age I am now. Yeah, I was about to say. I think five years is too long. Like, if we were in our 20s, then yeah, five years. But at 35, I'm not staying with somebody for five years to wait to see that we're going to get married. Uh Uh-uh. Like, you know within a year if this is somebody that you really could do life with. I feel like after a year, let's think about cohabitation. And then I'll maybe go two years. Two years at the age I am now, yeah, I'd say two years. Two years after well, engagement, before, before engagement, I did before say engagement, up to, okay, yeah, up to five up to years. two years to, to be engaged, and then from engagement, I'm I'm giving it a year. I don't even need a year because at that point, I probably know already. So let's just start planning the barbecue. You know what I mean? Yeah, getting on people's calendars. Again, I think to be to. I said up to five years, so you can definitely do it in a shorter time period. I just like to. I'm not even giving them five though. This is what I'm saying. In one year, you know how people are with assignments and deadlines. If you give someone five years, they're gonna wait. They gonna take four years years and eleven. No, not necessarily. That's that's dumb. Really? That's dumb. I wholeheartedly agree. Like now in my 30s, especially after my mid 30s, I do not need five years to date someone to know if I'm going to marry I can know if I like you in three days. It's not just that. But in my 20s, like a four or five year relationship is probably a minimum because like your 20s are so radically different from your 30s. Yeah. Like, I mean, the moving in part part is a lot better. The moving oh, in, for in sure. part. No, we yeah. definitely have to cohabitate within the two years. Yeah, but how could? But yeah, see, what I mean, like the first year, you're not moving in with somebody in the first year. Right? Are you moving no, in before not. you get engaged? So you're not even getting engaged before you propose? I would, I would move. I in don't want to make I, that commitment. Um, I don't want to make a lifelong commitment until I know if I can cohabitate. Live with you, yeah. Yeah. But see, the first year, you're not going to do it because you shouldn't. But I mean, you can do well, it, but you probably can't. Can. You know what? You my, can one do of my it. friends, she doesn't, she believes in moving in within the first few months. And the last guy she did that with, they've been together now almost a decade. Damn. I, yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, I but don't. Like, I, you probably shouldn't because you, you definitely want to. It's, it's still, it's a, it's a year long learning period. Then yeah. let's say we move in the second year, right? We move in with each other. 
it's mm-hmm. a learning period to live with each other, to be mm-hmm. okay with some of the things that you may not, you may not have liked at first, but are you willing to maneuver around and change some of your old habits to fit somebody new and stuff like that? That takes mm-hmm. a while. That's not something that, that's why it builds in time. That's why I right. build in time like that. You know, is that might, it might take a while for you, but I think that. It takes a while you... for me to be forgiving to things that I don't like. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like I gotta like small things that irritate me. People that squeeze the middle of the toothpaste, uh, fucking, like I hate that Massages. so much. Uh, people that like, if you don't rinse your bowl or your plate before you like, as you put it in the sink. Like, if I walked in there and there's just a dry plate in the sink, it would blow my fucking mind. It makes That's me so hilarious. So getting I mean, used to I, certain- I totally agree with you too, but it's just hilarious knowing that I'm not crazy. <laughs> but those are those things i mean even like the way that you do things like i come home uh and i kick off my shoes at the at, at the front of the door i don't walk all the way into my house i try not to walk all the way into my house. Wear shoes in the house i shouldn't but i will take my pants off and just throw it in the chair that i'm sitting in right now i don't hmm. i walk past the hamper and put it in the chair until i'm ready to put it in the hamper i'm okay with uh not moving in until after we get married. I think I would actually be okay with that. I, I I feel like I would like to know what living with that person is like and would most likely be living together before marriage. But I think I could concede on that one for after marriage. Uh, I would not take a chance getting married to someone who I had not slept with yet, though. How did I know sex was going to come back in it? But I thought we I feel like we've already established that we're not buying cows we don't know if they yeah, have milk. We did speak to that. So that's established. I didn't gotta think I needed that. to. Gotta that. sample that milk. Well, yeah. I'm just I'm just bringing it all together here in a little oh, okay. Venn diagram of oh, potting. Okay. And I don't even know if it's a thing that I really need to really need to know what the sex is like, but like I just like sex. Huh? So like I don't know. I don't need. I don't no, I you, think I need Okay, to you would be though. willing to just run a gamble. Run a gamble. I don't think that's the right word. No. Um, yeah, take on what? a gamble on sexual compatibility with somebody <laughs> that you are making a lifelong commitment to? I mean, sex is very different for men and women. And then, like, a closed off emotional man like myself, I think it's even worse because for me, no matter how terrible the sex is, the nut always feels the same. I'm going to get there. Like there's just, it is not, that's not a, it's not a thing that happens for most men. I don't think that we don't orgasm. Like women can struggle with that. They can find, they can not have pleasure. They can just not be pleased in the way that they can orgasm all the time. And I understand that. But for men, we're always, it's always going to feel fantastic. Even it's just always going to feel fantastic. You can beat off and it feels amazing. Sex feels way better, but like, your orgasm will always feel amazing. And so, like, the ends, the ends justify the means. <laughs> I'm going to get there. It doesn't matter. I've literally had sex with people that I have no type of attraction to. Yes, we know. We yeah. know. You love to tell us. You love Some to regale us with your tales of fucking ugly girls. Some Hufflepuffs that were just not up to par. and But you took them anyways. You took them for the team. Bounced on that what grenade. Team? My team, team. my only team. Because then yeah. ain't nobody else's team. Oh, I guess I was trying to give Israel like a more like heroic scenario where it's like, Don't. 
He's well, out. Not in group this case. You don't understand. They've got a group of girls lined up, and mostly everybody's like partnered up. And I can't, they're like, I can't Yo, I just be the need only person person in this world that has slept with people they're not attracted to. I'm sure you I think not. you have to be attracted in some way to become mm-hmm. engorged to enter the lady. No, you don't. You no, just you don't. Literally, well, just a waste like, of your time. It's not because at I'm the end of the day, just about, <laughs> at like, the end of the day, your nut is still going to be amazing. I've legit like been with people that are just like no way I would ever like. There's no way I would ever date you or like ugh. Like I've legit been, like mid stroke. I'm like ugh. What am I doing? And still finish. I still finish. Ooh, see. Okay, so do I separate the is from the dick, right? For this conversation, right. the art from because <laughs> that that whole sentiment he just expressed makes me want to fucking come through the camera and 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 punch him in the dick. You don't have to separate. I I express everything I express because I'm okay. With I know, that. but that particular sentiment does not align with my values. So right. should I cancel you? you mm. If you want to. <laughs> you better not. I'll tell you what, I put too much work into this goddamn podcast for you I'm to just, just cancel them over back. This I'm just calling back <laughs> my, my previous section. That's all. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Came to the podcast last with her topic, and now she's calling back to it. <laughs> teacher, teacher. <laughs> Look what I did. <laughs> Just cancel me. Right, it's your turn. You is. Oh, mine is it's it's funny, but not. So my question is: Can we forgive anything, any and everything? Right. And the reason why I ask that question is because uh, boys of the new millennium, B two K, we grew up listening to bump 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 and. Girlfriend, that was my shit. Uh, that was my song. Baby, right? turn around and Little Fizz, exactly. Little Fizz, who is the uh, the rapper of was the rapper of the B2K group. Was he the rapper? Is that what he was? Yeah, you could tell he didn't sing anything. <laughs> he was definitely he hit the raps. Um, Little Fizz apologized on stage at a concert to Amarion. Uh, the apology was issued because he had formed a relationship, a sexual relationship, and even like I think they were actually together. As yeah, I was like, no, they they were boyfriends. They were dating, and yeah, with Amarion's uh, children's mother, Amarion uh, hmm. and the young lady. I think her name is April. They had separated, but they had they for sure one child together, maybe two. They had two kids together. They had two kids together, and. Oof. Uh, Lil Fizz still t- and April still took it upon themselves to start a relationship, even though these two gentlemen pretty much grew up together. At least, since, at least They're since brothers. teenage, at least That's since teenagers. Mm-hmm. Now, Lil Fizz said a lot of it is perception. Like people don't know that we don't always have to be super cool like that, right? We were in a group, sure, but we weren't best friends. Like we weren't even cool like that. But. I still, I just want to know what y'all think. Do you think that one Amarion should should forgive? I don't know if he actually did. I didn't watch the whole video. Uh, that's the first thing I want to know from you. all. And taking it from B Todd's side, I'm gonna go ahead and add a part two. Would you all be willing to forgive someone for, that did that? I mean, neither one of you have children. Uh, 
by like biological children. But would you be able to forgive somebody that, that I didn't adopt there anybody and, either? I don't have any about me. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't you know, oh, put that together, me time. It's not about me. Oh, there are other people on this podcast, guys. Miss <laughs> CTG, um, you go first. The answer about forgiveness, because your first question was, should we all, how, how did you say, should we uh, forgive? Can we well, forgive? Would, would we, do you think Amarion should forgive him? Um. Yeah, why not? Like, I personally, I don't think Amarion gives a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, he seems quite unbothered. And forgiveness really is about yourself. It's mm. not about the other person. And so 100. I I think your first question was something to the effect of like, how much should we forgive people or something like that? And I think we should always forgive because what we're freeing ourselves up from holding on to the anger and the hurt and the victim energy of whatever the situation was. Like, forgive. Don't hold that shit in your body. However, if it has now, if whatever the person's behavior has shown you they are not somebody that you can trust in certain scenarios or that you need to have xyz boundaries with them honor that shit, but don't hold on to the the emotional charge of it because you're the only person who is actually being impacted by your inability to forgive so do i think omarion should forgive him so they can do these things to get their coins and do whatever for sure should omarion ever bring his new girl around fizz for sure not no don't do it Mm-mm, definitely not because that because you know why because he has to he has to still deal with april because mm-hmm. that's the mother of his children mm-hmm. right and so if he has to work through he already had to work through that shit so he could co-parent with her so it's not even serving him to be mad at fizz and be and have this energy with fizz for what hmm mm-hmm. go ahead Peter. now that's from my spiritual woo-woo you know, woman perspective. I know the male ego is a hell of a thing. So I know it's easier said than done in the way that I just described it. And now I'm complete. First of all, Lil Fizz is the dumbest rap name I've ever heard of. (laughs) Second of all, like Lil Surge, if I had made my first AIM name, a rap name, a little surge, 0385. <laughs> Swag. <laughs> I saw the number tag on there. I agree with what Miss CTG said. Forgiveness is for yourself. It will be the hardest thing I have to do to forgive someone who did something so close to me. And I would have to work through that um, about if it was done intentionally to hurt me because like, how could you not ask that question when you guys are so, so close, whether it's a personal friendship or a professional relationship, but there was a, there's a, there was a bond there that, you know, was overrun. Uh, so I would learn to forgive. I would always learn to forgive because I just believe that forgiveness preserves the soul and like allows you to go on and enjoy life again. Cause I think that's just like um, a poison that only kills the person who drinks it, you know? So in order to forgive somebody is the only way to kind of detox from that as much as it hurts. But I don't want to, I don't want that energy attached to me anymore. So I would release that. Um, 
the whole scenario is, is fucked up because like I just for in the life of me, like as much as I love and respect and admire love and how special it can be and how it can happen anywhere at any time. I just don't believe that the one happens to exist at your job or like at your, like when it comes to dating like a friend's ex or something like that, when there's something that's just so close bonding you to other people there, like I just feel like you're so much better off casting your net somewhere else for just the best chance of happiness. Because like now Lil Fizz and April, they can be happy, but they will never be separated from this incident. Like, and because Omarion and her have two kids, like you've cemented this fucked up thing now into those kids' lives as well as the public sphere. And it's just like, why? Like you are a, you are a, a, a nationally known musical talent. You're telling me you could not have found what you were looking for anywhere else on God's green earth. Like there are plenty of. I feel, like, I feel like it started out as a love and hip hop storyline, and then they just got carried away. Honestly, it was so goofy. It was a and then, choice. Uh, you know, like it's the other thing. Like we were talking about because I was confused if uh, Israel was talking to me about the topic earlier and I thought it was what happened with um what's his name Ryan or whatever from the Chicago Black Ink crew coming out telling his friend that you know Black he was Ink Chicago Black Ink Chicago thank you um that he was like sleeping with his ex or whatever <laughs> and I also realize and understand the optics behind it like I don't think everything should be on social media I don't think everything should be on camera I don't think everything should be on stage and I don't think your fans should have to go through this kind of stuff with you but like I also realize that these are celebrities trying to make a dollar and like uh, we are now in the reality TV and the TikTok age where it's like even fake um drama is still tantalizing and knows how to be replicated so there's a reason why these people are doing it in such a public forum because they want people to talk about them they want to make money off this incident and so i give them the space to do that but again setting boundaries in my life where i try and preserve my peace i'm not trying to fuck at my job i'm not trying to fuck with my co-workers exes or somebody who is born children of people i'm close with like i'm just not gonna do it i'm just gonna find somebody else because i don't want that attached to our love story i uh i can openly admit right now that i'm envious of the way that you two are able to handle that situation and forgiveness as a whole because i do not have that at in the least and it's not i don't think just in in the situation of feeling the disrespect of like this little fizz situation and when Miss CTG was talking about, you know, releasing that energy and not letting that just control you. I can't do that. Like I was legit, I was sitting here listening to you talking, I was thinking about uh, my relationship or lack thereof with my mother and I will never forgive her. And I'm okay with that. Mm. I am absolutely fine with not forgiving her. And I don't think that it necessarily holds a negative energy on my life. And again, I'm using the word think because it quite possibly could, but I don't know that the forgiveness part of it 
uh, affects me that way because I'm okay. Um, but also being a person with children, there is no way that I'm forgiving anybody, uh, any of my close friends for sitting there sleeping with, uh, with my children's mom. Mm-hmm. Like there's, that's just not, there's no way. There's no way. I can't do it. I got to put hands on you, bro. Like we can't grow up together. And then you think that you know, that's okay to do. Do you think, oh, I was having an argument with somebody. I was like, damn, man. They they was like, oh, yeah, but you know, sometimes it, we got to remember that. We can say no to pussy. Like even if she was coming on to you, you can say no. You don't have to say yes just because it's pussy. Israel, can you? Because you just admitted to now. No, no, no. I can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. For the I name said, of it feels good. No, I said before. I always I always mentioned my life before. Now I can. I couldn't do it before. Well, I chose I opted I chose not to do it before, but now I can. It's it's easy. You know, once you're older, you also realize like this is way more energy than is needed for yeah. me to do. Like I'd rather just go home after work than go visit anybody. So um, I yeah. have a question. Go ahead. What about the relationship is so disrespectful? And this we've had this conversation before already about exes and friends. And so y'all already know where I stand on on that piece. Yeah, but I think it's way you don't think it's different once you have a kid. Like let's say you had you had a child, right? You and you and the gentleman conceived a child. And one of your lifelong best friends since you were a kid, like y'all split up or whatever, and you, from a kid, decided to start a relationship with that man. You don't think that there is a, a level of disrespect towards you in that? And your kid, and even your kid, secretive. I don't feel like I own anybody just because we were in a relationship. Would it be awkward as fuck? Hell yeah. But if they genuinely like each other and are checking for each other, how am I going to try to hold them hostage? Hmm. Because I don't know how to manage my emotions. I, I thoroughly appreciate how you can handle that. I, 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 I am envious of it. Uh, but I I can't I don't I can't do that. I just uh, realized I didn't know happened. I sorry I, sorry I just had the epiphany I I'm I am I am capping because like I one of my old longest relationships rather was with somebody who was very close friends with somebody I would date in high school and I remember we we had to have that conversation to choose to keep it secret or private until um, that person knew or we were comfortable with that person knowing. So, um, but I did turn a corner after that relationship, but I just realized that was, uh, so that were was two faces. Fizz. Well, surge. The thing to see the thing, the, the girl that I dated in high school, it was never that serious. Like and we never like it was high school. It, it was, was, yeah, it was high school and it was more like a couple of dates here and there, but it wasn't like, an actual relationship or love or definitely wasn't kids. Uh, there wasn't like, um, yeah, there wasn't anything tying that down as a relationship, but I do remember the act of like 
very seriously dating her very close friend um, some years after that. That could have been the offense. But hmm. yeah. But So can but, I throw a, a, a alternative perspective? Not that I intend to change y'all's minds, right? But especially because Iz, you're mentioning the kids part, right? I feel like isn't could there be a world where you are more comfortable with one of your friends, somebody you know and already trust their integrity and all of that stuff, being one of the people who would be in your child's life versus some random stranger Joe Blow Schmo off the street? Right? Because like I was just thinking about that other perspective, right? I'm like, if for one of my friends, if I had a child, right, and it was like a friend of mine, or at least an acquaintance, somebody that I knew who I was like, okay, they bought some stuff, whatever would be a good or on their stuff, was now the other woman in my child's life. I think I would prefer that over just like some random girl that no. I wasn't certain about. I think no. that there would be a level of like, okay, cool. Yeah, at least I know she gonna take care of my kid. No, no, I'm not finding comfort in that. Okay, no, okay, no. I mean, I tried. I tried. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that perspective because, like, it does give me a different way to think about it. But again, like, I I would rather start with clean slate and view the person in front of me. Like, I'm not going to think you're a better caretaker. I'm just going to think you're still a conniving fucking friend for swooping into my life and picking up what I had started. And if anything, you probably like. But if it up. was complete, if complete. I mean, you could argue that That's Lil a- Fizz knew more about her before he even got in a relationship just because of his and Omarion's interaction. Like, you already have stuff that you know that you didn't have to get to know yourself. That was just delivered to you, <laughs> you know, and you had the bag. And they also claimed that they were friends first, though. It, they Maybe, but in the instance, like, in an instance where, to me, and I could be wrong because obviously I'm about to make a super general statement. There's no way that <laughs> there's no way that you all found your attraction after the fact. That attraction started beforehand. Right. The right. attraction mm-hmm. and the thoughts of it started beforehand. I don't think that it's possible for you to be my friend and be friends with my and be friends with my significant other, and then y'all start dating after without have having attraction beforehand. Right. While we while everyone was still playing their their proper roles. Right. <laughs> yeah but that's like saying i mean of course there had to be attraction if they're two attractive people which the little fizz is not attractive to me so no but if they're two people who are attractive duh like so now you're gonna be like oh you wrong for just being a fucking human being what bro no. are you playing right now there's, no, but you're wrong. there's <laughs> lying and manipulation no 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 pause because what you you're being goofy Okay, because yes, that point is goofy as fuck. Because are you telling me that your girlfriend has all ugly friends? There are none of her friends that you could look at and be like, well, she's attractive and maybe don't answer this. Don't answer that. Don't even answer that. 90% of them are fucking ugly. There we go. Okay. That doesn't matter to Israel. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is, right, it's like what you're not going to do is be like, oh, y'all must have been checking for each other before. Like, 
people are attractive. Like, I'm not, I couldn't sit here and be like, yo, B Todd is ugly. Israel is ugly. Are you, what the fuck? No, yeah, we, neither we one of you are ugly guys. So, like, know, I'm not going to sit lies. here for this. Okay, I'm hanging up. I'm it's one of the reasons why we're not a video podcast right I'm now, out. so people can take us seriously. We don't want to take away your light. Everybody tells right. us to listen to your voice already. We start showing our faces. <laughs> who wants Miss CTG? Who? They're looking at us. Look at that beard. Cold it's not beard, about sexy. attraction. Is the easy part. Attraction <laughs> is the easy part of the whole acting. One said attraction. If there's what lying and manipulation. Place. I don't think you can hold the, uh, any prior attraction. You can't be like, oh, well, because y'all must have been liking each other before. No, All right, I if agree you're with that. Like, if you're attractive, yeah. like let's not right. let's not do that. Okay. You ain't gonna call me goofy though. That's, that's just I had stupid. to do it. I had to do it. So, being too sensitive so, about it. I'll say so this though mean. about forgiveness though. I don't think Bully. forgiveness <laughs> means that you excuse the act that was done. I think exactly. forgiveness does not mean you co-sign and say, Oh, I can understand why they did it. And you know what? It's okay. That's not what forgiveness is. It's no problem. Forgiveness is you realize that that person was a human being who did a very bad thing. But it has nothing to do with you and who you are, and like, it just it just is terminating that contract with pain, and basically saying I'm just not going to hold on to this anymore. And because, so the way, and I will not speak towards like how you feel towards your mother, but I can speak on how I've observed the pain that my my own mother has held on to towards my dad, and how mm-hmm. that has absolutely taken root in her stomach for like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. decades and it takes nothing mm-hmm. but to bring up his name for her to get physically tense and mm-hmm. go through the same things that happened well over 30 years ago and i think traumatizing herself every time yeah i think forgiveness means i'm just not going to allow this person and this incident to affect me any longer I don't mm-hmm. excuse what they did. I don't give it permission and I will make sure that it does not happen in my life around me elsewhere, but I'm no longer going to just give that person the power to control my body and my emotions mm-hmm. like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are amazing. You're an amazing group of people. I can't, well, you know, I can't live. Anytime you want to join us. You're welcome. I think I, I think on I your own podcast. <laughs> I think I oh, you mean like up here in, in the in the skybox seat of life? I think I got <laughs> just looking down on you. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant. I mean, it's what okay. I mean is that it's a choice because it, it's not like this is where I've always been. You know what I'm saying? Like I can right. hold a grudge with the best of them, but I also just would rather be at peace than hold the than than give any extra energy right. to people who did shit to me. I don't fuck with them, but I also have forgiven them to the point where it's it's irrelevant to me. Like like they are irrelevant. <laughs> if there's no emotional charge. The biggest thing for me is the emotional charge behind whatever they did. Yeah. Right? I, and I, so I just... that's why I'm just like, but it's it's also a choice though. It's a deliberate choice. So I guess that's what I'm saying you have a choice. I give so little people the the energy or the ability to connect with me at that level that my expectations for the people that I do give it to are to match my energy in that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in terms of loyalty and respect, 
what I give out is I expected. It. It's supposed. It's coming back. Right. Even even for something, let's say I committed a crime, and you got and you got caught up for it, right? My expectation of myself is that I cannot let you go down for something that I did. You mm-hmm. didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, even even if it was going to be years, I can't let you take that from me. I got to mm-hmm. do it. And my expectation is the same thing. I can't snitch on you, but mm-hmm. you're supposed to, you have to come in and you have to come so in. So you are know. more, okay, I know we got to wrap the show up. So next week, we're going to be talking about when you're more loyal to somebody else than to yourself. Let me make a note. Oh, because I want to find out. No, oh, you got a you got a uh, weak head start on this one, Miss CTG. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. She gonna forget where the notes at. You will forget by next week. She gonna forget where that note is at. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to wrap us up here. Let me go ahead and play the theme music while I tell you to follow us, subscribe, leave a review, share us with your friends. You can find us on Instagram at Mansers Pod. We are the Toxic Podcast for a better tomorrow, and we will see you next week. Really like us on the Instagram. Share it with a friend. Rate and review. Tell us your intimate problems and let us ask us a question so that I don't have to keep coming up with episode topics. Please (laughs) help her. Help her. I'm just kidding, but I do want to answer some questions. Bye, y'all.